Yeah, how's uh, how's how's training been? Well, uh, Wisconsin's been shut down for a bit. So is Illinois and Iowa. So anywhere I could possibly go and train. So it's pretty much just doing it old old school. You know, a lot of body weights, a lot of running, and doing whatever whatever I can to to stay in shape and keep getting ready for uh, for the, my next fight. Yeah, we do uh, with my company. We do a lot of business there in the Midwest uh, with the jails, I guess, and everything there is shot down um yeah. it's been uh it's been pretty quiet i'm up in nova scotia in canada so okay we, uh, we're pretty much on lockdown too we just opened up now parks so we can go out and like run in parks but it's gonna be a while before we can do jujitsu or anything fun like that so it's gonna be a little while yeah yeah i was it was unfortunate too because i had a really good training regimen set it up before all everything was going down and um you know getting ready for my matchup against um phil bro and obviously got postponed slash canceled and uh then up calling me up for for another one um but haven't haven't been able to do really anything that you know i don't i don't can't go to the gym can't hold mitts can't spar can't can't do any of that stuff right now so it's it's definitely nice to have some events going on uh like as a ufc fan as a sports fan in general it's finally nice a little bit of hope i guess with the world uh to see it going on. What, what are your thoughts on the UFC putting putting these cards together, getting something done? I think it's good. Um, I really do. It, it, a lot of people was messaging leading up to the event this past Saturday, and it was a stacked card. It really was. Um, I think they got another another fight tonight and another one coming up on Saturday. So it's good because it gives us something to look forward to. Uh, setting aside like me actually fighting, I'm a fan of it. So. Yeah. Um, I, I'm always that guy buying a pay-per-view, you know, having some buddies over to watch this event or that event. So, um, I mean, set aside the competitive side, me, I just love watching the sport itself. So, it, it, a little bit of taste of, of normal, you know what I mean? So, it, it's nice to get look forward to some event on a Saturday night, watch the fights, you know, chat with your buddies. So, it, it was it was pretty cool. Um it was funny too because uh, it was a, a closed event, obviously. Yeah. So there's no fans, stuff like that. Um, I did that. Uh, I used to fight for another promotion, and we had a reality show. And same concept. It was, it was quiet. You know, there's no fans, nothing. They were just filming for the show. Um, so I, I would much rather have fans, but <laughs> it's nice to at least have something going on. Do you, as someone who's competed, I guess, in an empty arena, do you notice the, obviously you notice the difference when you're walking out and during the intermission or the breaks, but do you notice it while you're fighting or is that all zoned out anyway? I'm, I zone out a lot. Um, but so you really don't hear the crowd and I barely hear the coaches, you know, calling out directions and stuff. Um, but it is significantly different not having all that commotion going on in the background and it's just silence, you know, and you hear a person talking to this one person here. It's, um, it's not all mushed together when you have fans and it's such a loud environment. So, um, yeah, you definitely notice it. It's a lot more motivating when there is, you know, there are fans in the, in the stadium and, and everything, but, um, but yeah, it's, it, you definitely, you can definitely tell that there's no cheering going on. Yeah, you were, like you mentioned, you were scheduled to fight uh, Philip Rowe a little while ago. Uh, obviously, things fell through with the pandemic and everything. 
Uh, you mentioned you weren't able to train. Is is there a timeline you're looking at, or is it just going to be depending on as soon as things open up, you'll get back into your training, and uh, and go from there? Or is it something like if you got a call tomorrow, you'd be you'd be on a plane the day after? Well, it's 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 one of those things. You, um, there's a lot that goes into it. Like me, yeah. I, I cut a decent amount of weight. You know, I, I usually walk around. I'd say anywhere from 195 to 215, depending on what I'm, what the type of training. If I'm doing more powerlifting, uh, more protein, or if I need to focus more on speed and things like that, you know. Um, so it definitely fluctuates, you know. So when I did the short notice call for my first fight, and um, I, I just want to make sure that I have a good, I have a good opportunity to put in the right type of camp, you know. And once you know, setting aside the fights, once our gym can actually open up, you know, we, they have to follow the, you know, each state has to follow the regulations and stuff, whatever they, they're going to do. Um, but once those are cleared up, just get back in there and be active in the gym all the time. Um, and that way, if I do get a short notice call or something, it's, it's just another day, you know, I just be ready on a regular basis. So. Is uh is Philip Rose still the still the name you want, or does it really? Yeah, matter? I've actually me and him uh, exchanged a few messages uh, through Facebook. Mutual respect is there. Um, both kind of wishing each other the best while we're going through this. Uh, but yeah, we both told each other that we're gonna, you know, that we we are who we want to fight. We want to fight each other, um, and just out of good mutual respect. And uh, we'll grab a beer afterwards and celebrate. So, um, so yeah, that's definitely who who I'm eyeing to fight. Um, you know, I, I, I like the matchup. It's a unique challenge. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that matchup. So that's, that's what I'm training for. But, you know, if they, um, once things kind of pass over a little bit and they throw a different name my way, I, that's, that's fine. You know, I, I just want to get in there and, and start competing. And uh, just, I'm getting antsy sitting around, you know. Yeah, you're almost uh, ten months out now. I think, right? Nine, nine a bit. Yeah, almost yeah. ten months. Yeah, it's it's just kind of the way it worked out. Um, I had my first uh, uh, fight, which was like a ten days notice, um, and then for my normal work, the holidays are the busy time, you know. So um, once the holidays pass, uh, started to get on a pretty good routine, uh, getting ready for my fight against Philip. So it's it's been a bit, but. Um, I'm, I'm patient, but I think, uh, I'm extra antsy because of everything going on in the world right now. Did you, uh, have any injuries or anything like that from your last fight that you, that you, uh, healed up during the time off or? No, honestly, um, I really don't run across, uh, an injury in, in the fight. I don't think I've ever left a fight being actually injured. You know, um, I have, you know, a sore back or knees are tender stuff like that but nothing that would prevent me from actually um accepting another fight i watched uh I w before this i watched your interview with mma futures from back in 2016 so it was like three and a half years ago don't even know if you remember that um and you said your goal was to reach the ufc so you've done that you've accomplished your your goal from three years ago what's the goal now well the, i i said it from day one i own a I want to fight for the UFC. That, that, that was always the goal. Um, but to kind of clarify, I don't feel like I've arrived until I get in there and get my hands raised. You know what I mean? 
Um, I mean, I don't want to just be that guy that goes in, lose a couple, and I'm not going to run around and call myself a UFC vet if I don't if I don't get in there and I'm not competitive and and win some fights. So um, yeah, honestly, um, just keep taking it a fight at a time. That's how I've been through my whole career. I just focus on whatever the next challenge is in front of me and not look, you know, five years, 10 years down the road. Um, you know, I'm 30, 36. So, um, I'm honestly just looking to just keep lining up as many fights for them that I can and see where, see where we're at in a couple of years, you know? So what was the, uh, so I'm assuming that was kind of the thought process behind taking that short notice fight. Uh, like if I take it on short notice, I'm in the UFC, regardless of whether I win or lose, um, what, what sort of things went through your mind when you accepted that, that fight on short notice? Did you ever consider, you know, what, it's too, too short notice. I'll, I'll wait it out. <laughs> no, no, they, they, they call, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer. Uh, I mean, yeah. I've been waiting for that call for 10, 11 years, 12 years, however long I've been fighting. Um, so I always knew they call, I'm, I'm, I'm saying yes, that's, that's, it's about time, you know, um, maybe it's still, you know, five five years too late, but, um, would have liked it in my younger days. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was, I, I was always gung ho. I was going to take that fight no matter who was against or anything like that. Um, and then, uh, the, the opponent, I mean, he's five and zero in the UFC, Claudio Silva. Yeah. Um, I, I still felt that I, I could, I, you know, I could beat him. You know, I was a huge underdog, but I, I felt stylistically where my wrestling you know, I, where I know my wrestling background can come into play. My striking is, you know, tremendously better than where I started. I, I prefer to stand up now. Um, so I just felt like it was actually a pretty good matchup, too, for my, my first fight. You know, go in there, be the guy that's at the time 4-0, um, pull up the upset and, and keep going on. So, but as far as the thought of not accepting it, it wasn't even an option. You know, I, um, as soon as... Uh, the, uh, my manager hit me up and I, I said, yes, let's do it. Um, my <laughs> folks had to focus on the weight cut. That was the biggest challenge for me. Honestly, I had to drop about 45 pounds or so in that 10 day notice. Um, but I, yeah, I called my boss. Hey, I need a week off. <laughs> Don't ask questions. I need it off. Trust me. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you, you're 11 and two now and your only two losses are against UFC former or current UFC fighters, uh, Eric Wisely. And like you said, Claudio Silva, which the Eric Wisely one dates back like 11 years. Mm -hmm. So you went like solid 10 years without, without a loss. So you had, you put together quite, quite a bit of momentum there. What do you look to, uh, implement, I guess, in your next, next fight that you didn't get going against Claudio, um, to help build that momentum back up? I think just overall, I'm going to be a lot more prepared, you know? Um, I mean, at that time, I, it, I already had a break away from, from the sport and was getting pulled in different directions. Um, you know, I, I, I have a son and I got a family to support. So if I'm not fighting, I'm not making a paycheck. So I got to put my effort in my, in my career. And um, I, I wasn't training at that time when I got offered the fight. So um, it's not really a matter of do something different. It's just... I'm going to be prepared. It's, it's as simple as that. If I'm prepared and at my, at my best ability, I don't, I'm very, very difficult to beat. And, um, you know, between my wrestling, my, my ground game, submission defense, 
um, my, my, my striking and just my overall understanding of the game, I, I know how far I can take it. So as long as I'm prepared leading up to the fight, even 80%, it, it'll be a very difficult night for the majority of people I fight. You were on, uh, you were on Fight Master, correct? Mm-hmm. What was, uh, what was that experience like? It was it was pretty cool. Um, I that I, I think I went in that show. I was six and one, um, and to find out some of the legends of the game, you know, Randy Couture, Frank Shamrock, uh, Greg Jackson, who's also a phenomenal coach, yeah. Joe Warren. Um, just knowing the coaches that were going to be involved, uh, I was excited for that opportunity, and I felt like it was you know. I was only competing at kind of small regional shows, even though I had wins over UFC vets at that point, but it was still not at a larger stage. So I felt like it was my chance to go out there and just see, see how I am, you know, against some, some very competitive guys. And, you know, they had like Joe Riggs, they had um, several other guys, Nick Barnes. Um, there was a lot of, a lot of talent, a lot of unknown names, uh, a lot of names that have been in Bellator, or obviously Joe Riggs was was one of the bigger names on the show, and just go out there and compete against some of the better guys in the world. And uh, by the by the time it was all said and done, I think the biggest thing I took away from it was it was a confidence booster. You know, I um, learned a lot, and I felt like I walked away from that show better, and knowing I can really make this you know, this dream of mine happened. I can take it to the high stage and compete with them as well. Do you, you, do you remain um, in contact with some of those coaches? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, a lot, a lot of the guys, when we, when we first left the show, um, we, we ended up creating a, a Facebook group of just the 16 competitors. And uh, we've, you know, we've chatted from time to time. Um, you know, I do keep in ta- contact with Randy. Um, and just, you know, maybe every other month or a couple times a week, it's sporadic based on each other's schedules. But um, pretty much the, the main guys I keep in contact with are the guys that were on my team. Um, you know, Mike Bronzoulis and um, even uh, even guys like Nick Barnes, who was one of the guys I competed against. It's, you know, we, we definitely do keep in contact. I love that show with teammates and, and friends. A lot of uh, you mentioned that uh, you're a UFC fan. A lot of fighters don't watch fights. They're just like, ah, oh, whatever. Like Nate Diaz is a great example. Um, did you watch the, the the card this past weekend? Oh yeah, of course. What, what were your uh, what were your thoughts on that that main event? Wow, uh, Gaethje he showed up. <laughs> um, it, it he he put together one heck of a performance. You know, just the biggest thing. Uh, and the adjustments he made early on, he was a wild guy. You know, he was swinging and going and going. Um, and it, he put himself out of position. He put himself in dangerous spots to get counterstruck and just wasn't, wasn't being as strategic as he should be. And, you know, that fight, he showed a lot of patience. He didn't rush in to finish a guy, finish Tony when he had him hurt several times. Um, he played a very smart game and, all of his tools really came together for that one. And uh, I saw um, uh, it, it, it also didn't seem like Tony showed up the yeah. high pace, high pressure and having power behind his punches. Um, he made a post where like three weeks ago where he made weight for the yeah. fight because that was the original date. 
um, I think that might have might have hurt him a little bit. You know, when you when you're training for a fight and going through that weight cut, that takes a toll on your body, and you got to rebound from it. You know, so um, I've done that before, especially through my my wrestling of making those back to back weigh-ins. And when it's such a big cut, I don't know what he walks around at, but um, making those back-to-back cuts, you lose a little bit of steam. You lose a little bit of that power because your your weight's fluctuating, you know? So um, I personally have felt that when I've made weigh-ins, you know, so close together. You know, I, I, I lose a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of the power and a little bit of the steam. So I don't know if that impacted him or not, but it was just one of the things that I thought of when when he was posting that he made the weight and how he showed up as it just makes me wonder if that impacted a little bit you know yeah absolutely like i i assumed once i got to round three i thought tony was going to take over i was like gagey's gonna gas he's done in the past but he was calm composed and tony just didn't seem to define his game and it was uh it was unusual but uh, Mm -hmm. i was i was i'm a huge gagey fan so um happy but at the same time felt for Tony because I didn't think he needed to take the fight. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he doesn't turn fights down how he shows up in there. It's hard not to watch, enjoy watching him fight. Um, but with how, how patient Gaethje was, um, he wasn't, he didn't need to go that hard and, and blow so much steam, you know, in the early rounds, he, he was winning the rounds and doing damage and, wasn't exerting himself, you know, a lot. So, yeah, it was a smart, smart fight by him. And what's your uh, what's your prediction for the Gaethje Khabib fight, which I'm assuming is going to happen, uh, unless Connor sneaks up and snatches it or something. <laughs> but uh, Connor does close. that, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, it's hard not to, you know, because Gaethje is, is so current in our minds, and because you just fought and how well he showed up. Um, I honestly don't know, because um, I, I can see Khabib taking him down and and doing what he does against everybody else. Um, so I don't know. Honestly, normally I have a pick. Uh, if I was going to pick somebody right now, I'd probably say Khabib. You know, uh, that's not who I want to win. Or I'm, yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a coin toss for me right now. I I don't know who's going to win that fight. All right, and uh, and lastly, uh, MMA, or, uh, Fight Island is that something that you'd be like all all on board for? Like sign I'm me down up. to fight on an island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign me up. I um, that would be pretty cool to go to uh, wherever it's at. If it's if it's truly in the works or a done deal, you know all the speculation going on. Um, yeah, sign me up. I'll you know it, that'd be fun. I I've always wanted to go. Um, overseas as well and i haven't had the chance yet so um i'm I'm trying to use the opportunity i have to also go abroad and you know go go somewhere i normally wouldn't just (laughs) fly over to so yeah may as well see the world travel gain some experience and learn learn about new culture as well yeah 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 i'm i'm a people watcher i I like uh, i like going to places and, and looking at people and admiring the history or you know, the structures, whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, I would love to go over there. My, my top two places to go to, um, which it's not realistic for the fighting, you know, I want to go to Cairo, Egypt. I'm a history buff. And Germany. Those are two places I'd like to go. But um, really, 
any anywhere overseas something other than the midwest would be cool <laughs> yeah germany's uh germany's amazing and and the ufc does go there so that's that's a possibility uh, yeah, egypt egypt may not be but <laughs> germany could be yeah. all right and uh last question non-mma related so you've wrestled you've had to cut weight for wrestling you've had to cut weight for uh fighting is there one food that's impossible to cut out of your diet <laughs> icy pops icy pops icy pops yeah uh they don't put on a lot of a lot of weight on me and you know it's kind of one of my late nights late late nights uh snacks if i'm you know a little thirsty or a little hungry i'll i'll just grab one of my icy pops and and have a popsicle or something so that that's the one diet i've i've always had through high school college mma it's the one thing i i I limit myself too, but I don't cut it out. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you can get back into training soon, and hopefully we'll see you fight maybe in on Fight Island, if not Kazakhstan, if not Egypt, wherever. <laughs> uh, hopefully you get a fight abroad, and uh, looking forward to seeing you back in there. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for your time. Yeah. All right, man. See you.